This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to this week's episode of Property Jam, where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And this, huh? What? What? Interruption. (laughs) Quiet in the cheap seats, please. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, we're going to talk about motivation. Yeah. I almost forgot, but yes, motivation. What keeps you motivated? What do you need to do to ensure that you're on the right track, doing the right thing, hitting your goals, and just... Yeah, going in the right direction, really, because it can get very, very, um, very, sorry, it's very easy to get distracted. Mm. Like, what was that? I am so guilty of this. I guess I have the attention span of an ant. Honestly, these two can be talking away and I'll have no idea what they're talking about. Okay, let's just do a classic case in point here. So we were talking about, you know, which human topic of prophecy we're going to talk about before we, we record the episode. Now came up with the, the idea of commitment, motivation and how it's changed and how it affects us. And then literally 30 seconds before we press record was like, what are we talking about? It's like, don't like no commitment, no, no commitment, none whatsoever. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> okay. So here's an interesting question then, Joe, what is your motivation? Oh, as in like my why? <laughs> Okay, so I suppose that brings up an interesting point. We always wang on about this, but knowing why you're doing something really does help with your motivation levels. If you've got a strong enough reason to kind of push forward with something, generally you will, because as humans, we only ever do what we want to do, right? But then I think what happens, and this is where motivation shifts, depending on where you are in your journey. At the start, motivation is generally quite strong because you've got a reason normally of sort of a a personal motivation to achieve something, whether your first goal is financial freedom, et cetera, right? But then when you get there, I think a little bit of complacency sets in because I think you you just kind of, things are doing well. We always talk about that tipping point when your portfolio has just matured a wee bit and you're enjoying the fruits of your labor. And finally, you can actually afford to take a bit of a step back. But then it's like, well, I really, this kind of works as a, as a sort of passive income, passive-ish income sort of, you know, security belt. So I should probably do some more. But then it's like, oh, but... Because <laughs> it does take energy. I think that's one thing. And then the other thing is, your motivation will dwindle when you've got other shit going on in your life. You know, when, when your priorities take you elsewhere and your motivation has to be kind of, your energy has to be taken towards those things. And where your focus flows, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Exactly. And the same, and money does too. And so that money grows or yeah. Or something like that. Or something like that. Yeah. So I think those are, that's kind of where my head's at so obviously my motivation for getting into property in the first place was to help my parents and to kind of you know I've got health you know I had perspective about not having my finances sorted and there was all of that stuff going on in the background and 
get my brother into sort of long-term care. And now that those things are happening, it's like, hmm, yeah, what's what's the motivation now? For, well, I think the bigger mo- the motivation now is security. Well, yeah, I think the, the motivation is yourself now. Yeah, and that's a, it's a completely different... And that's a huge that's a huge problem as well because uh, I don't know if you like you like us like we don't put us now and I have the same issue we don't put ourselves first because um, we're nice people so if we well especially for myself I can't speak for now but um, if I am the reason why I have to do something I just won't do it I have to put things in place so that I'm accountable to somebody else i'm really bad at accountability for myself so mm-hmm. deadlines are important you put deadline yeah it comes back through i remember when i was at school um homework and deadlines i get it done by the deadline and i do it really well but it would if i wasn't the deadline i probably wouldn't have done it um, yeah <clears throat> i would get it done by the deadline with. yeah on the last on the last minute not necessarily very well done if i didn't enjoy what i was doing but i would just do it because i have to do it even if I enjoy it, sometimes I'd just, just be leaving it because either I was doing loads of things or, you know, something else would would, would kind of take over. Because um, there all those other bits you had to do, like piano practice mm. and stuff like that. I know I'm going back in time now, but, but it's not really because I'm having to practice now because we've got gigs coming up. Mm. Um, but um, when it comes to motivation to do the work and you're starting your own business, if your back's not against the wall, you don't have to do it. It's it is can be, I, I find it quite hard to be motivated to to do something, um, which is why we have have a team. I've got Niall. I'm accountable to him. Um, I'm accountable to each other, and um, yeah, you just got to get stuff done. Um, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's that unusual because that lack of motivation is probably why most people don't change their jobs they don't change the bank account they don't you know divert from the norm it's because they're not there's no real motivation because yeah everyone says oh i want to be a millionaire i want to be rich i want to be famous or whatever it might be but the actual steps required to get rich other than playing the lottery every week people don't do anything about it Mm. there's not it's not important enough to them to actively make a a change to doing something different um i think even when you've done a new property for a few years you get stuck into a routine and um if what you've done for the last three or four and this is probably the case for with the pandemic as well if you've done what you've done for the last three or four years and it's worked and you kind of you've got somewhere and then all of a sudden it's kind of you're kind of doing the same things over and over and it's not working you're going banging your head against a brick wall going well this isn't working i don't understand why this isn't working but um you kind of and then you lose the motivation you've got to mix it up you've got to change and find find a new way forward um which because all you need to continue being motivated is 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 a win it's something Mm -hmm. that Niall and I talk about quite a lot at the moment is you know actually if we just get a small win in this part of the business or a small win in this part of the business then that's motivation for us motivation for the team Mm -hmm. and we can keep going um and all those small wins will equal a big win and that's what we really want is we want a big win so that we can say again that keeps you motivated keeps momentum i think that's um, one of the key things that you lose when you lose motivation is the momentum because mm. when you've got momentum that can carry your motivation moving forward it's like the whole bike analogy where it's really hard to get going you have to put a lot of energy in once you're moving 
then you only need to top it up. Um, same with, with with business. And we've had a massive putting of the brakes on in the pandemic. So all of us have had the brakes put on and we're all now starting to pedal quite hard and go, oh, this is actually harder than it used to be. Why is it harder than it used to be? Um, and um, sometimes you're literally cycling up a, a really steep hill because the hill just got steeper. So actually maybe there's, there's um, an argument to change change things up and do things very differently and that's definitely what we've decided to do um in our business recently we're kind of turning like almost 180 degrees and, and doing something very differently and then i think that'll yeah just to see what happens mm. yeah yeah I, th- I think a couple of points that you mentioned there maybe we should unpack them a little because you were talking about the accountability side of things and like having now that I live on my own, I've noticed my motivation has definitely shifted because the responsibility for me getting anything done now sits exclusively with me. So that definitely changes your, well, your level of responsibility. And the more responsibility you have, sometimes the more overwhelmed you can feel, therefore the less motivated you can feel because you end up in this cycle of like, ah, overwhelming sort of stress or anxiety. Um, and then the other thing is like scaling up. So you you get to a certain point where you that complacency kicks in because it's just this sort of smooth flowing you've done it before you're in your comfort zone so if you want to kind of take it to the next level you have to push up to the next level and the thing that affects motivation at that point is fear because you're like oh god and that breeds procrastination and avoidance and you know all of those terrible things that can can cause us to stay stagnant in business and I think this again is where having that accountability why masterminds exist why we have mentors and why we go away on retreats for example which I know you guys are off too soon and because those things restore faith motivation and I don't think it matters at what stage you are whether it's at the very beginning of launching a business property or otherwise or you're actually quite advanced in your business you still have that feeling of I don't know like you get stuck in sand at one point and you just your mojo just goes completely so yeah I I think for me kind of building on what you said Matt the the way out of that or the way to reignite that motivation is always an external thing you know it's yeah. it's, it's like it's it's in there you know you've got the the fire for example you know it's in there but the external factors those part people around you the good people around you are the fuel to ignite it and I, that's how i see it you're the one's going to be you know driving the engine forward but you need the fuel yeah, I think I think so. Because sometimes you can, if when when things are not going as, or going according to plan, it's very hard to remain um, positive. It's very hard to see the the way out sometimes um, in the extremes. So then the the motivation then just completely disappears. Because like, well, what's the point? Especially in property, right? Where yeah, you get yeah. so many challenges, and so, and I always feel like with property the challenges that you experience is a new learning curve every single time. Like on the last episode, we were talking about the universal credit situation that you're facing with one of your HMOs. And, and it's like the challenge that that presented and how effectively you had to figure that out yourself. You went on that steep learning curve yourself in order to overcome that problem, which is an income problem, you know, in, in, in its basic form. So like, yeah, everything's like that. I feel every project you take on, like I'm just about to take on a project, I'm shitting myself. I've not done one in ages because my life circumstances meant I couldn't. And it's just mm-hmm. like, 
oh holy shit because I was remembering all the I was remembering all the bad stuff on my last project and like the lessons learned from that and you know luckily I'm going to be working with the same team so the two so that those mistakes won't happen again but it's a new strategy yeah and so this is something new I've never done it before you know and so yeah I've got all these sort of feelings of 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 worry and anxiety and stretching my comfort zone and yeah getting back on the property wagon so yeah my motivation to kind of attack that has been yeah it's definitely been challenging without a doubt without mm. a doubt but yeah, I, um, know what you mean. I think it's when, when the market changes and and, and uh when you've been when you developed in a different market it's uh yeah it does provide that level of oh how things change that how much am I gonna have to pay for this how much am I gonna have to pay for that yeah uh, budgets I mean that's a yeah exactly that I'm just budgets, like you know refurbs being more expensive 50% more than they were yeah 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 I think our housemate or tenant expectations of us has also changed over the past several years as well so if you haven't done anything new you're like well what 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 do they expect now from a brand new property what are they looking for mm. Yeah. Someone said to me the other day, I can't remember who it was or where I was because I was, I don't know, but someone <laughs> said that, that uh, you can't do next level HMOs for students because they don't expect it. And I'll be like, have you seen some of the new stuff that's coming out oh, right now? For- 100%, I couldn't like disagree any stronger if I tried. Like, But that was just, that was just their, their blinkered perception because of what they see or what they know. Right. It's not yeah. necessarily that the, what is actually happening in the market. They just haven't looked outside of their box to see what else is happening out there. That's uh, really interesting. I it's think you know, a lot of people with that perception, you know, still. Well, with rental it's... property in general. Yeah. True. True. Well, I think I think one of the benefits of of um, you know working with clients all over the country is that you see what's happening in different areas. You know, you can go actually yeah in this area I've seen like all singing all dancing shooting hmos in this area yeah, that it's a whole part of pants you know in this area yeah and, and, and you can really get a sense of what's happening uh, across the country that's why i quite I like, I like to get that helicopter view of, of the market and you can really do that by um the kind of being tapped into what's happening in different areas mm, that's why doing your mentorships is quite helpful yeah mentoring yeah. and coaching okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. it's fascinating i think motivation is i i was saying this to the guys earlier i think motivation culturally has shifted there's been i've seen a noticeable shift and i think it's as a result of covid and partly because of the world we live in now where everything is just so immediately accessible is there is so much more hesitance and lack of commitment now to to everything and property seems to be no different so I was teaching a um a capital conversion course a few about a month ago now and the hesitance in the room and I dare I say it because I don't like this term but it really did feel like it the snowflakiness the hand holding that was required to kind of make them feel like they were safe enough to kind of go out and and just do this do these projects it was like you could see they almost didn't because they were so stuck in the less important things their motivation to actually go out and do the real deals seemed to be waning 
like it's hard to explain it like for example I was teaching um I keep having conversations with students who are so obsessed with their branding their logo their website their company name they'll spend so long getting that right because they're motivated to do it because there's an immediate result from that you can there's something tangible that instant gratification comes from those kinds of actions but when it comes to doing the due diligence in an area running the numbers going out and viewing properties building their their power teams it's almost like it's there's no motivation to do it because it's just going to be hard work and I'm like yeah (laughs) yeah and you're only going to learn through actually doing but I feel like fear and hesitance and lack of commitment I don't know I just I'm really struggling with it at the moment like to motivate students but also empower them to make their own decisions because every time they ask a question it's like well it depends my experience is this their experience is that there's no one answer in property and it's like they're too scared to figure out for themselves so their motivation dwindles are you you seeing this like are you getting that same kind of vibe or is it I don't know um a a little bit yeah no I wouldn't say because um I think a lot of people we work with are very are highly motivated um and I think what happens is it, when people don't see results for a period of time, then it's like, well, am I doing the right thing? But the, most people we work with come back to us and say, uh, and just question that and say, am I doing the right thing? In the, and and we, at least that way we can we can guide and coach and say, well, yeah, okay, if this isn't working, then have you tried this? And there are so many different avenues that you can take. And it's, it's generally around sourcing properties that mm. we find. Um, and I think some people are really losing like some people in particular are losing faith in the fact that they can find a property but their only um, way of finding properties is through agents so they're only trying one way of getting a property as opposed to the other like 10 or 20 ways you can go out to find a property so um and because that's in their comfort zone so i think again it's i'm not going to call them snowflakes but i think you're getting outside of the people's comfort zone so you know a property's been advertised for sale you know the vendor wants to sell it therefore if you go to an agent you know that if you just put an offer in you can you can potentially buy it but actually you're not getting offers accepted because the market's booming and, and it's going to continue for it to boom so you, you're getting difficulty getting um deals done so you need to go outside of that that's and that's what the decision that kind of we've made. You need to get outside of that normal way of finding property. Just get a hold of someone who's, who's thinking of selling before anyone else. So, but you've got in order to do that, you've got to be a little bit busy. You've got to be smarter. You've got to be uh, more active. You can't just sit there and wait. Yeah, agreed. But okay, so here's my question. So when we started our own property, you know, when like one thing wasn't working, I felt like we had initiative or almost like a sense of self-reliance that if that way wasn't working that we could then we'd be motivated to find another way because I don't know we were just learning on the job kind of thing and testing stuff and I feel like that's what's the the fear is around that that self-reliance is affecting their motivation to 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 exhaust other options because they want to be shown how you know, they want to be like, well, can you send me the template for that? Or can you show me or can I can I come with you? Or will you come with me? And it's like, no, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a real shift in the ability to just take your own initiative and rely on yourself a wee bit. And I think that massively affects motivation because you're not getting results. And so it's constantly pushing you down because you're too scared to just... It's compounding your results in the wrong way. 
Yeah. So it's, that, it's that being a, a tiny bit more resilient, a tiny bit more initi- taking initiative. Or, or uh, gumption to just kind of fuck it, take a punt, right? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. There, is, there, there, there must be a, a, th- um, a commonality there. There must be something that is causing um, this new wave of investors to want to be handheld, or is it simply because I don't know people have spent so much time in lockdown focusing on social media and looking at all the great things that people are doing and seeing all the finished products that they just want to get to the finished product as quick as possible. So show me how to do it so I can show off that one too. I think I think that's a huge part of it actually because when you look on Instagram, oh god, by the way, I put a, a story up earlier. Helen Chorley, friend of Property Jam, shout out to Helen. Mm-hmm. Um, she posted something on her story earlier that just said everything on Instagram is not real. Like everything, you know, everything on social media is not real because it's it's one tiny polished snippet of the best version of somebody's day, right? It's a filtered version of somebody's day. And so if you're, you're seeing that and you're comparing yourself to it, your motivation is going to dwindle because often a human response is often to feel intimidated as opposed to inspired. So I think that is definitely a huge thing. And so it's it's that kind of, comparison thing which we have we are exposed to more than ever because of social media but also also that instant gratification thing that i'm not okay. there yet and i want i want to be there quick here is an idea then go on a bit controversial oh, so in, or, in order to get yourself motivated delete instagram mm. yeah so um forget about what everyone else is doing and just focus on yourself mm. get yourself a coach who can guide you but it, it feels like you, it, it's the noise so you've got all that noise of instagram out there yeah. all these people saying do this do this do this i'm doing this i'm doing this and it literally becomes a mega shit storm yeah of, and youtube of, and youtube of negative of, to be honest yeah we're part of it yeah. yeah and yeah it's, it's 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 a part of marketing it's part of getting the word out there um, but when you're actually wanting to be successful, then I, I think it's important to have someone who's guiding you the, the right path that you have regular touch points with, um, but you turn everything else off and you literally just work on that thing that you need to do that particular month, that particular week, that particular day to be to, to get you further along your path and have all of this, this noise taken away. You feel I, I reckon people will feel a lot happier as well. Oh. You know, that's not a bad shout because I have seen quite a few people um, on social media taking breaks or holidays from social media for six months for whatever it might be, um, just to, like you say, get rid of that noise and head down, focus on um, what they're what they're doing. So, yeah, that, that's not a bad shout, actually. I must admit, it's not often I do say this, but I do agree with that, Matt. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we actually were talking about this earlier, weren't we? Just how much time... I, like I, I felt like the, the the whole of the Easter bank holiday was just I got lost in yeah. Just, in yeah LinkedIn Facebook and, and Instagram I was just I watched I was on social media more than I was you know on Netflix or any other kind of activity and I just thought to myself what are you doing I learned lots you know like I could even be just... a, even be part of your strategy like okay so when you're saying right this is what I'm going to aim to do over the next three months and in order to do that, I need 
the, this list of resources, which includes these people. So I'm going to reach out to these people. I'm going to get their phone numbers. So I'm going to reach out to them on Instagram or LinkedIn, get a way of getting in touch with them, their phone numbers and their email address. I'm going to get old school and mm. I've got it. Now I'm going to take a pause on social media for three months and I'm going to get out there um, and then I'm going to come back and then I'll have all this stuff that I've done to talk about. Um, so you can you can be even thinking about it on the way and you three months off you don't have to be posting content all the time you can just be collecting content yeah for, for, for three months and you've got probably got content for a good six to 12 months after the yeah, fact yeah. and you'll have results mm, i like that i really like that and it's the thing instinctively at the moment so you know if i think about where i'm at in my public speaking business i've just had like a a business sort of mentorship you know uh, strategy vision day with my appointed mentor and it was amazing absolutely amazing but I've been so busy since we had Easter and I was just like away and I was in this bubble and the instinct I've got as soon as I've come back is and this is on the back of, of the Easter weekend where I was so entrenched in social media I've literally just been like all I want to do is just get rid of everybody else and put my head down and everything that we discussed, I want to implement because me, I'm me, still, me, me, honestly, me, 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 it's me, 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 because all I'm doing is going, looking at them, 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 them. Mm. I've had so many ideas, especially because social media is going to be a big part of my public speaking business. And I'm like, I'm looking at everybody else to get inspiration ideas. I'm like, that is the last thing you should be doing. That's done. Go in, go in, go in. And I think what happens is, is when you actually prioritize time, to go inside and actually trust yourself. The motivation comes out of that because you can actually see a coherent idea because you've actually prioritized the time to, to map it out, to write it down, to get it out of your head into something in, tangible, a plan. And I think that's what people don't do. They're always looking for the answers externally when actually internally the motivation is there because the ideas and the focus and all of that can be there now I think you can have external supporters of that but actually it's got to come from you isn't it yeah because there must have been something there to get you started or just get that ball rolling on exactly. day one you know so yeah. it's just it's just working off that exactly so interestingly um it, it's about switching off the outside world um and we have another and I about to go on another business street those who know as well know we go on them regularly because it's about switching off the outside world and not being distracted and just focusing on on us 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 and where our business is going and then you come out swinging that's the idea you go in you kind of hash it all out talk about the good the bad the downright ugly and then you yeah you take it apart put it back together then you come out the other, other end and go right now we know where we're going um we we're on the same page and you come out as I say swinging so that you're you're kind of happy moving forward so that you could do the same thing i'm just thinking how, how you could do that just yourself at home you almost like you want to send your internet router and your phone um away with someone else even if you just stayed in your in your house you mm. know just send send your husband your wife your partner your kids away with all the technology and just you're left with a laptop which can't get on the internet and um just plan or maybe by the internet for reason. I don't even think. I think if you, you know, it's like anything, when you decide something, yeah. I think you, especially when your back's up against the wall, 
I think you will have the self-discipline to shut those things out. So for example, I know that I've got to get my head down and in, because, you know, in a, in a strange way, for different reasons, my back is up against the wall, my re- reputational back is up against the wall because I've got speaking engagements. So I have to get my shit together, ready for them. Otherwise, I'm just going to fuck up, you know? So I, the only way, that that's a strong enough motivation for me, reputationally, to kind of do what I need to do. But I, I think that's another thing is you do need that line in the sand, don't you? Mm. To kind of, you know work towards sort of thing and like like we were saying earlier with homework and stuff I just you know unless I'm forced to do something I ain't gonna do it generally so you know and even then at school I was a nightmare I just didn't if I didn't want to do it I just didn't do it but I mean often I would I just didn't I'm all like I don't see the point of it so I didn't do it so unless I can understand the reason why I'm doing something I won't do it so great the cat's back hi Rafferty Everyone, uh, Property Jammers, Rafferty is in the house, the ginger screaming monstrosity. He's a regular... He's a regular guest. Regular host. Regular host. Co-host, yeah, there's now four of us. There's four of us. (laughs) So cats are so weird, man. They just come through the cat flap, yell at you, and then just walk past. You're like, why? What what, what for? Like, honey, I'm home. Is that? Which is wonderful at 3 a.m., Mm, yeah, just the best. We've got a house guest as well today. We've got a dog somewhere. Have you? Yeah, my mum looks after uh, Emmy on uh, every other Tuesday and brings Bella the dog. And Bella the dog is not here. So he must have been taken away somewhere. Oh, I love having... Oh, he's downstairs. It came up the stairs and realised it was pretty dull and boring up here. So <laughs> No um, entertainment. Actually, yeah, I know. She followed me down the stairs with lunch, with my leftovers from lunch. So that's what oh, Priorities. Yeah, food always, especially yeah. dogs. Jesus, so motivated. Yeah. Um, anyway, what were we saying? Um, uh, yeah, so, yeah, line in the sand, <laughs> deadlines, um, back against the wall. Yeah. Finding, finding the reasons to do something and just yeah. making a decision. I think it's when you make a decision to do something, then you go and do it. It's like you oh, said. Yes. Making the decision and, and even make a decision to change what you're doing. Talk about yourselves. I've got something that actually supports that. One second. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So So it's just me and you then, Matt. Yeah. No, while we've been talking, I've written our agenda for our meeting tomorrow. Oh, wonderful. I don't know how you can do this because if if my motivation or my focus is on this, I cannot then take my concentration elsewhere or I will either tell you what I'm writing down or I'll write down what we're talking about here rather than something else. No, in, the, in, in the meantime i've also arranged a holiday for october with lara while she's been sitting over here and um i've, I've written our to-do list for tomorrow's meeting and i've also got a title for this episode and um i was, I was following the the, the podcast oh, yeah, i can it, barely follow the podcast just sitting here listening to the podcast <laughs> now doesn't even know where he is i mean quite frankly <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, it's the thing isn't it like i think it goes back to the point we made earlier that as human beings you only ever do what you really want to do and I think the want is contingent on so many different things. And it's and so, so obviously I've wanted to do everything else apart from record property jam since I've done. <laughs> that tells us all we need to know right now. Like all feeling the love to... right now, feeling the love. But I'm still so, here and I'm still contributing. And you're committed, which we love. And so. committed. I'm also going through papers at the same time. No, I'm not. That's you know, not. better not God, honestly. So this is the thing. Can you see it says decide, commit, succeed. Yeah, so yeah. I know 
<laughs> I know that often I get stuck. Write that down. Was it? D- decide, D- commit, sexy. Decide, commit, sexy. Sexy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So um, I have to have that in eyesight quite a lot because it's always the the top bit that I, I get stuck on the most because I will get. I, I'll worry that a decision I've made is not the right one and therefore I will be in a state of limbo for a while you know out of fear or you know and the procrastination sets into your motivation dwindles because you're not taking action you're not making progress so actually once you say you decide then you commit and then results happen but I've often got, I've got something very oh, similar the glasses are on this mysterious because I can't read that far from here. <laughs> and mine, mine reads, this is uh, Dale Carnegie. It says, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Yeah. Action, action breeds confidence and courage. There you if go. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit and think about it. Go out and get busy. Yeah. I think that's absolutely true. I think and that's the thing. The decide is to take action. Mm-hmm. Commitment is to actually see that action through. And the results are, you know, the, the success that comes out of both of those elements. And that is yours is unpacking that and why it happens. Mm-hmm. That quote. Because I do, I think there's a lot of different things at play, but I think overthinking is is definitely one of them. And I think I think this is what's happening is people have got so used to kind of, in property, certainly people who are kind of been thinking about getting into property or starting out in property, they finally say they're going to do it. But because they've spent the last two years kind of thinking about it, thinking about, yeah, they kind of stay in a thinking zone and start doing the whole kind of what you've just been doing, Matt, to do lists and booking holidays, all the stuff that they really are excited by, you know. Logo. So to do this is about is about property, by the way. It's it, I'm, what this is talk is got me excited about um, <laughs> what we're up to at the moment. So I was just like, oh yeah, there's this and this and this, and we're going to decide that we're going to do this. It's going to be really cool. And then yeah, 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 uh, which is great because that's actually sometimes inspiration from others when you listen to others. I don't know if you feel this, but back in the day when we would sort of network as standard in rooms, you know, before it was kind of all online, I'd be watching someone speak in the room. And I just would get so motivated by how they took something that seemed so relatively complicated or complex and they just smashed it um, despite all of the challenges. And you'd sort of go, oh, God, you know, my project isn't as complicated as that one or the stakes weren't as high. And you just kind of gives you perspective. And I think I think we've lost a bit of perspective over the past couple of years because we've all been inside so yeah yeah nice i like the little hand gestures little binoculars like glasses like they made the glasses <laughs> yeah that's matt's version of yeah. glasses so yeah i don't know i just um i think motivation is really really hard i think it's it's really really hard so um yeah so what are the takeaways like surround yourself with amazing McDonald's, people burger king pizza hut pizza hut um, um uh pizza face pizza face what's pizza face it's brighton oh 
Oh, it's providing loan to us. Um, so they, those are some of the takeaways. Local takeaways, yeah. <laughs> such a dick. That's such a dad joke. What's happened to you? Okay, they are getting worse and worse. They really are. I mean, they really. You're just like embody. You're stepping into the dadisms. It's hilarious. <laughs> Thanks. Anyhow, so what are the takeaways, Joe? Um. Okay. Well, the Well, I think. So deciding, make, make, make it up as you go along, Jay. <laughs> Just wrangle it. Um, <laughs> look, deciding, being, being, sticking. Was it done is better than perfect. So just deciding to go with something and testing it and having faith in yourself that you'll learn along the way, I think is one thing. Surrounding yourself with people who um, just give you a kick up the bottom and are really, you know, supportive and will cheerlead you is another thing. Um, tackling the self-doubt often that comes from just getting on with it and that quote you just read Niall it's exactly it what is it what was the first line it said what inaction brings doubt and fear yeah and I think that stops motivation so I think just just doing even before you're ready um will, will start to achieve things when you start to get momentum like you mentioned Matt then you get more motivation to keep going and your momentum continues. Um, and also, I, I think, is that whole point about looking inwards instead of looking outwards for mo- not, not so much the motivation, but for the trust in your own ideas and your own abilities and your own wants and desires. Instead of seeking that stuff, from others I think people get so stuck in what others are doing that it affects them so that's sort of just going in shutting out and getting focused and then leveraging others to, to help you with the initial motivation the rest will come I think that's that's it yeah yeah and on that bombshell <laughs> <laughs> really informative and like very really- informative sorry oh yeah I, th- I think it's a big topic because this is this is Niall's idea and I, I think it's um well I can certainly relate to it at the moment you know so um both in property and in business you know like um yeah well, I think it's, it's something that has been um playing on well I guess on our minds because you know we, we feel like we've been uh dragging our dragging our heels as such but we're just seeing the results yeah, going around in circles and just not seeing the results at the end. So, mm. uh, so I think that that boost of external um, motivation or external uh, help, influence, really, and accountability as well. Accountability, yes. Thank you. you know, sometimes it's just one person to say, because because quite often you're thinking what the answer is. Oh. You oh, it's okay. Put it away. You you always know what the answer is. Yes. Um, and you just need someone else to tell you that you're right and to go and do it. Exactly. So, and, and you might not even have vocalised it. You might have been like, well, actually, this might be the answer. What if I did this? Um, and yeah, this is why I, I love the power of coaching, because when you, you just quite often, it's just someone repeating back to you what you're saying. And as a coach, I know this is quite often the case. You're just literally asking a question and then they they ask a question you ask them back and they give you the answer and you say yes you're right yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. no not that's that's not how coaching works but it is um the starting point 
because quite often you know, the, the person has an instinct to go, well, I think this is the right way to go. I just haven't wanted to do it because it's not the way that I'm going right now. So um, instinctively, yeah, and sometimes the way, sometimes you're completely wrong and you come away with something completely different. But a lot of the time, you just need someone to tell you that you're right and just get on, get up your ass and do it. And here's, yeah. a, and here's someone that can help you do it. This is it. I think so for me, like with my public speaking business, I could see what I wanted to do. I could see all the key elements of it. And it's all been up here in my head. And what I paid somebody to do was just take it all out of my head and put it in some form of coherent business plan so that I could execute it effectively. Um, Trying to do that on my own was massively affecting my motivation. So by getting clarity from somebody else, but do you know what was really interesting after that sort of visualization day that I had with my, with my mentor, I was really pissed off. So half of me was grateful and half of me was really excited, but the other half was really pissed off because exactly like you said, Matt. How many halves do you have? <laughs> there's a lot to me. I'm very complex. <laughs> but yeah, one half of me was like happy. One half of me was, was angry because I was like, I fucking knew all of this. Like I, I've had this, she was asking questions and I was answering them. No problem because it's, it's all there. You know, I knew it. I just needed somebody to organize it. And um, yeah, then you kind of, you probably a bit too self-critical. So yeah, I think you have to kind of sit with that. I think is like the answers are already within you, but just sometimes you need somebody else to bring them out to make, to tell you that you're not mad or that this lands as an idea or this can work. And there's an authority to that. And it, what it does gives you permission. And when you've got permission, I think again, that motivates you. So there's, yeah, so much, so much mm. to this. And yeah. And again, someone said, just getting that thumbs up to be like, yeah, actually, you are on the right track. Mm. Just keep going. You're not just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Just keep going. And sometimes you just need that pat on the back to be like, yeah, just keep going. Yeah, It's validation. It's like the 10K that I'm about to run, which I will have run by the time this episode comes out. Ah. Yay. Yeah. And, and it'll be like, yeah. And they'll be able to just like, keep going, keep going. You'll be like, yeah, yeah, I can keep going. I can keep going. I can get to the end. I can complete this. You know? Yeah. And they'll be ultra marathon runners listening to this going, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think we should probably leave it there for today. Yeah. Yeah, I feel suitably motivated. I've, I've also started looking at different funding options um, whilst you've been talking. So, um, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a really productive 45 minutes. Thank you, guys. Oh, well, we did, we <laughs> do, you know what? do you know what? I've actually taken stuff away from this episode myself as well today. Oh, what? Yeah. Was it decide, commit, succeed? Because if it was, yeah. I really feel like my postcard, which by the way is what I held up, because you know, for the listeners out there, you couldn't see what it was. Oh yeah, um, I keep forgetting this is this is an audio podcast. It's a little, you know, if you look at um on social media, you'll probably you'll probably see decide, commit, succeed. So yeah, um there we go. Actually, just uh, just as a final thought, ma- making decisions is something you can practice. Hmm. and it is a bit of a habit setting thing so um making decisions that don't mean very much and just making them really quickly Hmm. um i I think it's quite important and i always think whenever i'm looking at a menu a food menu Hmm. like just fucking decide i keep telling myself you can decide what you want to eat which you like the look of these to just pick one and you'll either regret it or you won't but at least you'll know (laughs) yeah it's so true actually don't sweat the small stuff 
yeah but practice it on the small stuff right like you say practice it on the small stuff and then it will become inherent in the the bigger decisions yeah yeah and you and you learn by making decisions if you don't make decisions you don't learn so um and every decision that you make will give you feedback on how that decision was and then as you make more decisions you get better at making decisions so true and also being indecisive people who are indecisive are really annoying to be around I just just putting out there I've got one friend who will remain nameless who is just the most indecisive person on earth and when you're with that person in a situation where decision has to be made and they can't you're like (laughs) and it's like imagine now that in your own life when you are not deciding for yourself you are becoming equally frustrated with yourself which again affects motivation so yeah yes Cool. Oh God, we're wise. Are we wise? Oh, wise old owls we are. Less of the old, thank you. <laughs> I was going to say, some, some of us are not as old as others. Oh, don't. God, I'm 40, 41 next month. Jesus. Wowzers. Well, that, that's come around quickly. I know. Well, yeah. I know just that you're 40th. I know. Well, that was Niall's 40th. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we, often we get confused. It's, it's a, you know. Easy done. Yeah. Like, Easily done. You've both got amazing, done. Uh, you know, amazing heads of hair now. So we really do. Yeah, you're Ooh, catching yeah. up with me now. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, anyway, let's let's wrap it up there. Thank you very much, uh, for everyone listening at home, for sticking with us for this 45 minutes. Goodbye. <laughs> well, it's goodbye ever. So it's a goodbye from him and whatever he just said, um, and it's a motivational goodbye from me and. An extremely motivational goodbye from me. Oh, I was trying to do that. I know, right? Wait, can I do a better one? Yes, please. Goodbye! <laughs> Come and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more. On Facebook, search Property Jam Podcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Property Jam Podcast. Or you can email us at Podcast at outlook.com. See, see you on, on the next, next episode! episode.